0: I'm not sure what the past 30 days have been like for you and for your family. I would imagine that if we were to compare notes, that there would be at least a few things that all of us have in common. For the most part, I have felt an unexplainable sense of peace and gratitude in spite of everything that is happening in the world around us. I had an experience this week though that was very different. It was like all at once, the last 30 days just caught up with me. And for about 24 hours, I felt absolutely exhausted and overwhelmed. Those feelings eventually passed, the way that feelings usually do. But while I was in that place, I caught a glimpse of the Easter story from an angle that I had never noticed before. Easter is a day of celebration, to be sure, but there is also a fair amount of heaviness that is woven into the story. When the Easter story begins, according to John, it was still very dark outside, In a nutshell, that is the detail that took me all of these years to pick up on. As Mary made her way to the tomb that morning where Jesus was laid, you can be sure that she was feeling absolutely overwhelmed, completely exhausted. I can only imagine what she had been through during the past three days. See, from her perspective, and at that moment, the world around her was still very dark. The sun in the sky had not yet risen, but the Son of God already had. The work was done. The war was won. Mary just didn't know it yet. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for the rest of the story to unfold. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for the people of God to perceive and to live into work that God has already accomplished. The same is still true today, of course, but we'll come back to that in a few moments. Let's go ahead and read the story of the first Easter together. And as we do, I would invite you to pay attention to the way that this story of work that God has already accomplished gradually unfolds. In the minds, in the hearts, and especially in the lives of Jesus' followers. John chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark outside. She saw the stone that had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him, and he went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet, they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples And she said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping, and whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, Mary said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them i am ascending to my father and your father to my god and your god mary magdalene went and announced to the rest of the disciples i have seen the lord and that he had said these things to her i've seen a lot of funny posts on the internet over the past few weeks, one of my favorites came from a friend of Christine's who said, I have now experienced five full decades in my life. The eighties, the nineties, the zeros, the tens, and March. Now, if this past month has felt like an entire decade to you, Imagine for just a moment what it would have been like for the disciples on that first Easter. It must have been the longest day of their lives. When they woke up that morning, whatever time it was, it was probably to very graphic memories of the crucifixion. And then all of a sudden, they remembered that their own lives were in danger. So their day began with fear, with hopelessness. A few more hours roll by. And just before lunch, a few reports begin to trickle in from your friends about a tomb that is empty. And then Mary shows up. And she claims to have had an actual experience, a conversation with the risen Lord. Could you dare to believe? The next few hours, they just trudge on into the evening. And just as the disciples are getting ready to think about how they could possibly fall asleep That night, Jesus appears to them. Now, no one knows how Jesus got into the room because all of the doors were locked and the lights were off. See, it was dark for them in the moments before Jesus appeared as well. But it was because they were hiding out. But in a moment, Jesus appears in the flesh, and he is speaking to them words of encouragement, words of comfort, and all of a the sudden, they know in their heart of hearts that it's going to be okay. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. And said to them, Peace be with you. Now, I'm willing to bet that that was the longest day of the disciples' entire lives. This part is interesting, though. It's that the work was done, the war was already won, even before the disciples woke up that morning. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of time for the rest of the story to unfold. I wish that we had a little more time to spend together this morning, but the trouble we had with our video broadcast last week taught us that we just have to keep it short. So let's fast forward for just a moment to today where we find ourselves right in the middle of unprecedented circumstances. Some days we feel peace and we feel gratitude. Other days we feel absolutely exhausted and completely overwhelmed, like the entire world around us has gone dark. The good news for us today Just as true as it was on that first Easter morning, though, is this. That the work is already done. The war has already been won. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of time for the rest of the plan, the rest of the story to unfold. As it does we can have confidence and peace in knowing that God is with us, that he loves us more than we could ever even begin to understand. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Death has been defeated, and because it has, no matter what happens, we can know that all is well. Hear these words of Jesus recorded in John 11, verses 25 and 26. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though he die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you that you are with us, even when the world around us seems dark. We do believe, maybe not perfectly, but this morning we reaffirm our trust in you, in your goodness and in your plan. This morning... We celebrate your victory, the victory that we get to be a part of because of your presence in our lives and in our hearts. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Matt with a quick footnote to this morning's message. First of all, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart and from my family to yours, Happy Easter. I know this year is quite a bit different from every Easter we can probably remember, but we can take comfort in knowing that the God we serve is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If you haven't caught any of our video broadcasts over the past four weeks, I would like to invite you to check those out. It's very easy. Just go to the Facebook page for the First Christian Church of Atchison, and you'll find them all there. You can also find YouTube links on our church website. I would also like to ask those of you who are listening to prayerfully consider making a financial contribution to the ministries of FCC. As you can imagine, the ministry needs in our community continue to increase, but our offerings, unfortunately, are down. So we need your help now more than ever. Checks can always be mailed to the church directly, You can also go to our church website, fccatchison.net, and follow a few simple steps to give securely by credit card, directly from your bank account, even from your phone or mobile device. In advance, thank you for your support. We cannot do what we do without you.